All right, Geezy, it's up on the screen for those who are here live, Trova.live slash Vleeties. Fantasy football draft, dude. This is my work league. This one, this There is a cash prize involved in this one. This is huge. Uh, I, I feel honored to be invited in, into this league. There's some pretty... Uh, there's some head honchos up in this thing, bro. So I'm really excited. How many fantasy drafts have you done this week? Because this is the week. I, I had one yesterday. I have one tonight. I have one tomorrow. I had one on like Saturday. Like they, they're just rolling now. Unfortunately, I've done none this fucking week because our league that we're in drafted three weeks ago. I don't know why still. <laughs> and then my other league, I think, drafted last Sunday. Oh, really? And it, why, yeah. why is everyone drafting so early? Because isn't it? I know all a bunch of rookies. That's the, why the league starts. I mean, the kickoff is literally like forty eight hours away, right? Like next time, like the, the next time people message me and go, "Are you doing a Thursday stream?" There will be a football game on, so people are gonna be anticipating me interrupting a football game. Holy shit! <laughs> I did not I think you're up. Yeah, I didn't know it would be that loud. So yeah, this is an ESPN fantasy league. I've never done an ESPN fantasy sports league, like. It's all the same shit, dude. I'm, I used to do Espen. I'm typically a Yahoo boy, but like it seems like a lot of this is my second week this year that are going to be uh, that, that's going to be when we super on right ESPN. So it's it's a little befuddling. Thank you so much, Libra Shimway. That's a great name. They're going to be following <laughs> me now. That's a good. That's a good follow. Let me bring you up so you don't freeze because I always forget to do that. But. Yeah, Zach. There's hey, been a back. there's been a lot of changes. So we got football right around the corner, right? Like that's the big one. Everybody, you know, all football, the NFLs here. But for podcasters, I'm wearing a different hat tonight. Like I I have hats. Uh, I, I have th over thirty hats, Zach. Like that's part of the that's one of the ways I got out of my depression. A lot of it was prayer. A lot of it was really embracing my relationship with Jesus. And the other thing is, I have a bunch of hats. So look at this hat. I got a new. Look at this. To be clear, too, it's not that you went and bought a bunch of hats and it made you happy. You just remembered that you had over 30 hats. And you're like, fuck, why am I even sad right now? Why would I be sad? I own the most hats out of anybody that I know. And not all of them are winners. They're not all great hats. Uh, but I look, this is a Texas Rangers black. And this is a Raider color Rangers hat. And it was at Sam's Club. And I, how do I not get this hat? And then I should have wore it, but I also bought a $5 Texas Rangers jersey. Uh, it's not name. There's no name on it. It's just a pinstripe Rangers jersey. It's amazing. It was $5. So I was messaging Scotty Williams, my, my number one Angel fan friend, and I, th I was telling him, dude, I think the conversion might be complete. Like, I, I have so much Angel swag, but when people ask me, like, oh, like, how, how have they been doing, or do you watch the Angels? It's like, no, it's... It's kind of what happened to me with the Redskins, where the watching goes front. Like as a Raider fan, even when they're bad, they're fun to root for. The angel, the Angels are not fun to root for, or fun to be affiliated with. And I'm just being bombarded with all this Ranger swag for five dollars. How do I not just be a Rangers fan? I live here. I think the problem is baseball is boring to begin with. So when your team's not good, why the fuck are you gonna watch it? That's the amazing point because I, I I definitely because I love baseball. It's my it's one of my favorites. But like the, the ba playoff baseball is unbelievable because it's exciting. That's winner go home. There's a lot of implications. Regular season baseball, if your team is unbelievably eliminated, 
dude, it's the worst. Like, it's just like the angels are so bad that now we're kind of, now we have the 40 man rosters as well. So you're really watching double a and triple a ball players in the month of September, like from a team that's already eliminated from the playoffs. Like we're just trying to see who we can trade next year for more draft picks. Like everybody's going to suck. Okay. I well, pick- also when you're game 50 out of 162 for the year, it's like, fuck dude, none of these matter. We're yeah. not even a third of the way through. There's so much left, so it's it's too much, dude. They need like a quarter of the game. Well, in the last couple of years, I've been okay watching September Angels baseball, like because every game, hey, I know we're eliminated, so all of these are the World Series. These are the most important games of the year because <laughs> they're the only games left. That's that's flipped in my head now, where I just hate the fucking Angels at this point, where. The frustration and everyone wants to blame the owner. It's like, look, just look at this. I think it's the coaching as well. How many guys leave the Angels and are better pitchers and are better hitters? Like they, they, there's something is wrong with that organization. And like you have a Mike Trout and a Shohei, and everybody's like, this is the team. And dude, it's 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 bad. So real quick, I'm one second away. Uh, the guy, the guy before me, auto drafted. I'm not getting Alvin Kamara. I really was hoping Dalvin Cook would fall to number 10. What are you sorted by? Just rank right now? Right now, I'm just on, uh, yeah, uh, rank, or I think it's by ADP right now. But I'm leaning Devontae Adams. Am I crazy? First-round pick, get one of the best receivers off the board? What's the rules here? Is it full-point PPR? I think it's half-point. Oh, rules. Here we go. Rules, uh, quarterback, roster. Well, where's the points? Where's the points? Scoring, receiving. Uh, dude, it's a full point PPR. How do we oh, not yeah, get, dude, Devontae Adams? He's going to get so much volume. There we go. Raiders, baby. Uh, yeah, but in, and with this league, yeah, obviously, there, I, this is in Texas. There's a ton of Cowboys fans in this league, so I'm going to be able to scoop up all my favorite Raiders and all my favorite uh, Philadelphia Eagles because I'm, I'm not sleeping on these Eagles. I think they're going to be pretty damn good. I think a lot of people just hate him because they booed Michael Irvin, or they cheered when Michael Irvin when he when he broke his neck or whatever happened. Um, Dude, I think they'll be good, man. I they're gonna do it. I have their quarterback. I need him. <laughs> I, I need, need him to do work. Need them to be good. But who did they get that I didn't know? I said this last time. What wide receiver did they get? Uh, which team are you talking about? The Eagles. The Eagles. AJ Brown. They got AJ Brown. Like, oh yeah. They're, they're, they're loaded up and yeah like it's this is good they, they have a really and according to pro football focus number one offensive line and I think that goes unsung in a lot of teams when you have a young quarterback who is mobile like Jalen hurts you have a good running back like Miles Sanders who's waiting for like he doesn't even need to be the bell cow back he just needs some touches he'll be a part of the offense and now adding AJ Brown like I really do think they they are gonna have a good year they're gonna be sneaky good but they're gonna be good so uh, I, I anticipate them doing really well, but yeah, I, I'm I'm wearing this Rangers hat. I'm I, I like the Mavericks. Like I'm just turning into. I was even looking at my duck stuff. Like what the fuck am I doing? And <laughs> how does? Because I I remember when I left when I stopped watching the Redskins. Like I remember when I just lost all my fandom for them. But other than that, I've never really switched teams ever. Like that was the one where. Like I, you know, I, I grew up kind of just everyone in LA kind of just picks a team, and I liked Clinton Portis when he was in Denver, because uh, I kind of liked Denver at the time, and then he went to Washington. I went with him, and I liked RG three. I didn't really like Jay Gruden and Kirk Cousins and all that stuff, so I just kind of was. It was like watching the Real Housewives of Washington D.C. So I I stopped rooting for the Redskins, and with the Angels, it's a little bit of the same way where. 
I like rooting for the shitty Raiders. I don't like rooting for the shitty Angels. Like, have you ever had that? You like, you've never like switched a team. But your favorite teams aren't really like ge- geographically based, though. No, I mean, I no, I don't switch. I mean, baseball. I've never like. I've just gone to Angels games my entire life. My entire life, my company had season tickets where my dad worked. So I would go to, I mean, there'd be a whole night where we, like my cousin went on the field and sang the national anthem every year because we sponsored a night there every year. So an NJPW guy, what is up, dude? People are saying the draft isn't snake. It's snake. Oh, it's not snake. This is hogwash. Ooh. We're going to have to redraft. <laughs> That's better, dude. Fuck snake. I hate snake. Oh, because people. I mean, snake's great if you're in the middle, but if you're first. I'm the 10th. So, I mean, that's 10th and then 22nd. Why, why wouldn't we do snake? Yeah, everybody in the chat is like, why are there no snakes? Uh, I'm out. It's going to be ridiculous this way. <laughs> this guy in the league. Wow. One of the guys I work with is, is definitely that guy. Thank you so much, an NJPW guy. But uh, I, I now I feel like this draft is a sham or it's going to redraft because I guess the commission had the wrong settings on. And I don't think he's in town to even to fix oh, this. sick. Yeah, it's one of those deals. See, that's the, the – how is your commissioner not in town for your draft? Yeah, isn't that – you got on it or it, paying attention. Because it's one of those deals where everybody wanted to – because we had some people like a, like a you – who were like, I am not drafting within one day of the season. Like he he thinks people are gonna get hurt in preseason or like practice before walk through. They do walkthroughs on Thursday. I would like to do a draft right before the game, like right before the <laughs> Thursday night game. Oh, it's me again. Now I'm nervous because I don't feel like this is gonna count. Like Mark Andrews, Javante. Well, like, it's just practice. Do your best. Why is Mark Andrews? He's going. He, he's being viewed as the number one target in Baltimore. That's why he's so highly ranked. I got him in another league, but in the third round. So I know to not get him here. Well, I'm, no, but it's a full point PPR. If he's going to get ten catches a game, at least. Oh, uh, that's a good point. I feel like this isn't going to count. And then that's always like there's only two or three tight ends that really catch a lot of passes. Well, and Javante Williams, as much as I like him, that makes way more sense. Like. It just, it just, just see this. Just this seems like you got to just pick guys that catch balls. This guy's gonna get seven points yeah. just from catching passes. So only receivers. I won't get a running back until all the receivers and tight end slots are filled up, and we're gonna redraft anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but either way, uh, yeah, like people being really excited for football this year. It is interesting to see how di- like that to me. That's the most random fucking shit. Like I'm not. Wait, is it Snake after this round? I'm never going to get it. Never mind. Never mind. I don't know you what's happening. When we super kicked you right in the face. Thank you, Gavante19, for the follow. Welcome to the party. It's, I'm excited to have you here. So, yes, I'm looking at I'm looking at football this season as like I've never been more excited. It's been bossed by the league manager. Oh, okay. We've had some Did interference now. It? I feel like he's going to do something. Let's see. I'll read some messages real quick. Keep it going. Got to make in-game adjustments. Yeah, let's see. Stop the draft. Like It's turning ah. into this is a huge issue going around the world right now. But uh, having all this, like, I mean, obviously, we have this is our kickoff special in a lot of ways, Zach. I mean, we have a game starting on Thursday night. Football's back. Uh, Rams and Bills. That's like Super Bowl preview is what everybody's anticipating. Uh, at least Rams – 
you know, we'll see. They won, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I just cannot imagine that team getting back there. Uh, they lost Vaughn Miller. I mean, he was only there for a little bit. Odell, he he's not playing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they're able to kind of – I don't even know if they're going to win the NFC West at this point, but uh, we'll kind of see what we can get done. So very, very curious about that. But I don't know, Zach. Um, going forward, I'm thinking Rangers. I'm thinking Mavericks. The Ducks are on the bubble next, dude. Mavericks? Okay. I mean, baseball, I don't care. Baseball, I've always just worn whatever hat looks fucking legit. Like, I'd wear that hat. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I went to Angels games my whole life, but whatever. I don't care enough about baseball to have a team. Right. Basketball, I'll, I mean, I can't like the Lakers while LeBron is there, but uh, I would always say I'm a Lakers guy. And then my real ride or dies are the Florida Gators, <laughs> probably number one, Patriots number two. Well, especially since the Florida Gators had an amazing victory this weekend, like, uh, when your team is good at college football, it re- it really does help. And your team wasn't even ranked going into the season. I haven't checked. Unranked. The- I have to check. Head the- coach's first game in the swamp. I gotta check the polls. I'm imagining. I'm imagining that uh, th- they're ranked now. So uh, the draft is continuing. I- it was paused for a second. I don't know exactly why. Uh, Mike Evans is on the board. DJ Moore, as we've discussed, this is clearly a get receivers league. So Mike Evans, obviously, right? Tom Brady. Yeah, I will. Yes, Mike Evans. All right, here we He's go. Godwin's better, consistent, but uh, Mike will always get the bigger plays. And he's been hurt a lot lately. It's hard to really get behind Chris Godwin because he's constantly hurt. Wow, Gilbert says Florida's ranked twelfth now. That's insane. Like that's they go from zero to to twelve. I'm looking at the AP top twenty five week two rankings, and they're not on it. Who's number 12 then? September 6th. On your list. Oklahoma State. Oh, good good team. So, hold on an AJPW guy. I love baseball. I mean, don't get me wrong, all right? I know in the chat he's even saying like – I love going to a baseball game. I don't – baseball is so fucking boring to – Well, maybe – so, I've watched it in different circumstances. Like, during playoffs, your heart – like, at least my heart – is pounding every Oh, no, they are ranked 12. Yeah, baby. (laughs) I was reading the wrong list. Florida ranked number 12 after one victory. That's insane. Utah's only dropped the 13 after losing to an unranked team. Thank you so much, Nathan, for gifting Gilbert Medina a sub. That is bizarre. How do you go from... Not being is that just like the AP going? Yeah, we kind of fucked up. Like, why didn't we have they Florida? Are who we thought they were because what's that kid's name? Anthony Martinez or whatever. He might win the Heisman, is what they're saying. Like he, he, the, their quarterback for Florida is that good that they're already thinking. Well, if he keeps this up, he could be a Heisman candidate. So how do you go from a non-ranked potential? Like how do you go from a non-ranked team to might have a Heisman candidate two wins away from being top ten? Uh, they just, you know, they admit their faults. They see where they were wrong. (laughs) And, uh, we proved it week one. It's great being in Utah because everybody here is a Utes fan. Yeah. Fuck BYU, especially because they're doing well recently. But I just told everybody here, this is again, the reason why nobody will ever take Utah serious is because they fucking blow games like that. Week one. Against an unranked team, you throw a fucking pick on the two-yard line to end the game. Yeah. Like, run the fucking ball. You still had a minute. You could have kicked a field goal and just tied it. 
Yeah. You're throwing the ball fucking in the red zone with no time left. There there were a lot of question marks. My favorite team, the Hawaii Warriors, have gotten their asses kicked uh, two weeks in a row. Like, (laughs) shockingly bad. Like, and some of the mistakes they're making look like peewee mistakes. Like, there was a play where uh, our quarterback, Shager from Texas, he was actually like – they, they set up what looked like almost a, a screen pass or something, but he was getting chased Whoa, immediately. Buzz, a shiny uni! Thank you, Nathan. And he just chucked the ball to the defensive end. Like, here you go. Don't hit me. Here's your ball. Like, yeah. Hawaii looks really, really sloppy and shitty right now, and it's very sad. But uh, they're going to make a comeback at some point. I have, I have a feeling. They lost to Western Kentucky, all right? Those guys looked huge. I know that I was watching a bunch of big Samoans from the island. They did not look as big as these these uh, dudes from Kentucky, bro. No, all the Samoans go to Utah, bro. We got all kinds of Polynesian people out here. Yeah, and I wonder but how. Dude, dude, this weekend's gonna be good. Does he keep? So that only plays when my start it. I don't know that it keeps playing like when a setting changes or something like, or when he <laughs> so he pauses the draft and then he resumes. Now it's it. a half point PPR. Yeah. So let's see. Redraft tonight. Redraft tonight. Redraft tonight. Like everyone's up in. Everyone's you gotta up. say I'm down. Yeah, I don't know how it is. We can redo it tomorrow. Or be the one guy and be like, I love my team so far. Yeah, what are you put, about? my squad is stacked. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that. But yeah, I, I I agree. Like, if it's not Snake, I don't know. Like, that's not that's weird. You know, I mean, that really would be like that would be if I was like the third best fantasy football coach in this league. So I deserve to be last like every time. You know, like oh no, I don't even need your I don't even need your shit, bro. So, um, dude, I'm dude, just wait. I can't get over these college rankings. Just as bright and just as talented. Lay them on me. So oh, a hydrate from Rizzo. So oh, I'm doing my dance. Do your dance, AB. Do your dance. Do your dance. So, okay, walk me through the rankings. Has anything shocking happened? I know we lost Oregon. I know Notre Dame lost. Oregon got fucking just shit on, right, by Georgia? Yeah, and I'm curious. Like, because I like 60 points or something? But you just mentioned, like, okay, so Oregon State – or not Oregon State. What the hell did you just say? Utah lost to Florida, and Utah only fell back to 13, and Florida jumped to 12. So if Oregon, who is What ranked, was Utah ranked, though? I don't remember, six or some shit? I don't remember. Seven. 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 See, I was right. So being that close, can, like, can you imagine if you're Oregon and you lose to Georgia, that, do you fall back that much? Georgia's clearly one of the best two teams in college football. I mean, okay. But Utah was a close game, lost the game on the last play. <laughs> they didn't get blown out by <laughs> 60 points, dude. What I'm surprised is that well, I guess Notre Dame fell all the way to eight. Yeah. After losing to Ohio, Ohio State is third. Or they were second. Georgia overtook Ohio State. Okay. It's Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan now. But I think that makes sense. I think Georgia was always way better than Ohio State. Like, how are they, how are they not ranked up there? They just they dominated a ranked team. Like, that showed at Ohio State – uh, kind of struggled against Notre Dame, and I watched a little of that Notre Dame game, and all I remember, all the announcers kept saying was, walk on from somewhere, walk on from somewhere, walk on from somewhere. Like, For Notre Dame? Yeah, it was like this highly recruited, like, 
oh, how are they going to stop Coach Day in Ohio State? And then Notre Dame was like, all right, uh, first year coach. They they don't have Brian Kelly or whatever. Uh, well, they got a bunch of a bunch of young scrapping lads from around the area who really are excited to to play football at Notre Dame. <laughs> like it was such a it, it, it's such a like Cinderella story almost. Notre Dame actually trying to compete with the adults at Ohio State, but they did. Like it, it, how? So I think Ohio State and look, it's week one. Uh, I'm sure that was a wake-up call for Ohio State, and Notre Dame is a tough team, so I'm sure next week when they play fucking Garrison or whatever, like you can make up a college and somebody's playing them next week. Like uh, uh, Utah is going to – they're going to get their win back. They're going to play uh, – Well, Georgia is playing Samford. Oh, that's in Ohio Minnesota. State is playing Arkansas State. Ooh, Michigan number four is playing Hawaii. Oh, that's right. Hawaii's gonna upset him, dude. It's in the big house, right? Aren't they going to Michigan? Uh, I believe so. Oh, Hawaii's gonna get lit up, dude. It's because not... it's on the Big Ten Network. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna get lit up, but it's gonna be Clemson's fun. playing Furman. Furman, great school, dude. All these these teams are gonna get rolled. The only ranked matchups this week is Baylor versus BYU. I'm on the clock. Florida versus Kentucky. We could get another ranked win here and get, move to the top 10. I think we established this thing's not happening. So, okay. There's no tomorrow. Apollo Creed. I think the draft is completely finished before you can start fresh. Can we just do it tonight? Hold up. Let me get my laptop. Everyone go. You wish to reset the draft. This is going to change. Uh, I'm just going to pick a guy. I don't know what's going on. with their, They're having the discussion. <laughs> I'm going to go DK Metcalf here in the fifth round. There you go. So, uh, I'm on the clock in four picks. I don't know how this is working. It wasn't snake, and now it is snake. What the? F- how does that? <laughs> why? What? What the hell is that? This is why Yahoo Yahoo is far superior to whatever's happening here. I'm probably just going to close this. So let's get our slate up. Let's see. Or let's look at college football because I kind of like that. This is the, f- the first year in a while where yeah, it seems like I'm just as excited for college football as I am about pro football. Uh, I do live here in Texas, so that that always plays into it where. I go to work with a ton of people that root for Oklahoma, who root for OSU, or, or even Texas themselves, or Texas Tech, TCU. So we're kind of all over you know, the state here and all over the south. There's people that obviously pretend to root for Alabama and Clemson. Like, well, no, like, I've just always respected like Nick Saban. Like, even when he was at Miami, like, it's my fucking – I cannot stand <laughs> – you know what the worst thing is? Like, you're a Patriots guy because Tom Brady, like, I, I get it, all right? The worst people are the Michigan guys because of Tom Brady. Like that's <laughs> that's such not true. When like you didn't even watch when he was there. Well, and Michigan didn't even like Tom Brady when he was at Michigan. Like, like Drew Henson's a starter. Like no, like how how do people have this like weird blind like this hindsight of well no I've always I mean I've always enjoyed Tom when he was at Michigan I thought he was excellent. It's like no you never watched him play because nobody watched him play when he was at Michigan. Like it's. It's this bizarre revisionist history where everybody wants to be the coolest guy in the room. You're already a cool guy, Geezy, for being from SoCal and loving the Patriots. Uh, But you're even a cooler guy if you like Tom Brady, if you like Michigan, even in 2022. Well, the greatest quarterback of all time went to Michigan. Yeah, no, actually the greatest college quarterback of all time went to Florida. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. I and who would you like? College football is such a weird sport because it is different than football. 
because even you could I, be the greatest quarterback ever and not even be able to play in the NFL. Why is the game so different? Is it because defensive ends are like children in in college and then they become adults and in the pros? Yeah, I mean, think of how many people go to the NFL every year? Fucking two hundred, couple hundred. Well, yeah, I guess I guess two hundred something get drafted, but yeah, only like only a hundred. You, you don't have to play college football to get drafted. That's true, but you but you also don't like there's like Alfred Morris was like a sixth round draft pick for the Redskins, and he almost didn't even make the team. Like a lot of those guys get cut. <laughs> like they just kind of get drafted, they go to a training camp, and then they get cut. Like. But I, I, I think the perfect explanation is you look at a guy like Leatherwood. Like Leatherwood played in the SEC and he played and you know, at Alabama they played all you know, in college football there's you a will never forget that name. <laughs> Leatherwood is we just rename this whole thing. Instead of hashtags and headlines now that we're a football like exclusive, we're just gonna be Leatherwood. The Leatherwood podcast. Uh that <laughs> would be great. The Leatherwood podcast without he's not even <laughs> on it. Like, and then like in six months from now, people are gonna ask like, why is it called the Leatherwood podcast? It's just maybe he'll fall enough that he will end up on the podcast. He, he would, point. yeah. If he wants to ever get on uh, Discord with us and chat some football, I would love to have Alex Leatherwood because I, I. But this is what I was gonna say. There's 126 teams in the FBS, right, or 125 or something. Out of that each team's gonna have, let's say, uh, let's just do this: 125, you know, left ends, right ends. You know, like, okay, cool. I'm a defensive end. When you get to the NFL, that number gets drastically reduced to 31 other people. You know, 32, 32 teams in the NFL. So now you're looking at going from this huge number, and mm-hmm. now now you're you're weeding out the weaklings. Okay, you're getting rid of all the Alex Leatherwoods and all the Clellan Farrells. And you're really getting down to the TJ Watts and the JJ Watts and the Nick Boses and Joey Boses. So automatically, just by trimming the fat, if you will, the talent level is going to be so much greater. And maybe no, there's no position like quarterback where you can be a Johnny Menzel and dominate. Uh, you can literally just dominate uh, your, the college football level. But once you get to the pros and you're no longer playing you know, children – and now it's hey we've we've weathered it down from 125 teams that have 100 guys each. Now you're playing 32 with 53 man rosters. This is really refined. Like even a shitty team like the Browns is going to be able to beat a lot of these college teams. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's just in college, unless you're playing a top like a Georgia who sent like almost every one of their starters on defense to the NFL. Yeah. You're not playing fucking top level guy in the NFL. If you're on the starting roster, you are, you have to be legit. <laughs> and let I, alone just being in the NFL. I enjoy uh, Nathan Weller. He uh, he did a TTS, didn't play, but he reminded me that Leatherwood is now a Chicago Bear. So oh, good. Fuck the Bears. Good for him. I didn't realize that. Uh, amazing, amazing pick. They, 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 if any team can benefit from having a Leatherwood, it's definitely, it's definitely the Chicago Bears. So, but th- that's got to be it. Cause yeah, how can a Tebow be so good? And then, and for, for, for Tim Tebow, what makes me like, and people probably hate when there's like two dudes are going to sob about Tebow not getting a fair shake. What always <laughs> upset me about Tim Tebow was, or at least like his treatment, was he won those games in Denver, right? Like, he won those games, and it felt like one game against New England kind of ruined his career. Like, that playoff game where they just got embarrassed by Tom Brady and Belichick was like the, ah, well, 
you had a hell of a run there, kid, but we're going to get Peyton Manning and ship your ass out of here. You know, like it was it was kind of a no, we need a we need something different. We don't want to try and evolve our offense. We have a John Elway in the in the back or you know in the front office. He's going to make sure that this is a traditionally built football team, not a how how could we let's let's really open up the playbook and see how to win with Tim Tebow, but I don't know those those Broncos games when he was going two for eighteen with eighty one yards <laughs> were were really exciting and fun to watch. Yeah, but they were winning. Yeah, they were fucking winning, dude. I watched them. The Tebow when he won that playoff game was the night my first daughter was born. Yeah. It was Alabama versus LSU in the national championship Saturday night, and then Sunday night it was fucking Tim Tebow, Denver Broncos. I'm pretty sure they beat the Steelers. Yes, they beat the Steelers. Where he had like fucking. Five completions, 80 yards, and they won on his last throw, which was 40 yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Half his yards in the last throw. <laughs> Half his yards were in the final play of the game. And it was awesome. It was the drive home safely moment. It was a walk off. And- that was the fucking when he, the big kneeling in the end zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or I think he knelt, he knelt where he threw. Like the big thing was just Demarius Thomas, like getting like no deep safety to cover that. Like it, they did not expect a, like a slant or a post. They just thought, "What the fuck?" He threw it, like, <laughs> and then it was a good throw. Like that. That was also annoying. Is you know, it was a good throw. So everyone wants to make fun of the way he throws, and he can't throw a ball. It's like, well, I saw that one. It looked pretty fucking good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nathan also in the chat just tagged me in something, but I can't read it. It's my screen isn't showing me what he wrote. But I'm unbelievably excited for this weekend of college football, even though week one lived up to the fucking hype, dude. Like, week one was everything that we needed in college football. Clemson Tigers destroying Georgia Tech. Like, that's one of those games that I mentioned. Um, oh, wait. Let me read Nathan's because it's important. It says, yeah. Leatherwood's – this is quoted from some article. Leatherwood's rookie season in silver and black was subpar as the Crimson Tide product allowed eight sacks and committed 14 penalties as a 17-game starter. 14! You plan on at least one penalty a game on this One guy. penalty a game and half the time a sack. Half the games, let him right through. He was so bad at as a guard, a, as a guard, how are, <laughs> not as a tackle? As how a do you guard. play left tackle in the SEC and then you're just so <laughs> bad as a guard? Like a guard is what I'm like. I, goodness gracious! So, yeah, not my favorite thing. Not my favorite thing to have, Alex. Like that was a, that was a rough time for me. So I'm glad that that's over. We were all better for it. Um, but let's take a look at what games we have this weekend because, yeah, that, that's always exciting uh, when you get to look at college football week two. Uh, and then, of course, NFL week one, which we'll get to immediately following this. But obviously big games for, for us here in Texas. Uh, Texas is going up against Alabama. And we all know that the Longhorns play their best against the number one seeded Alabama. So uh, Texas is going to get their asses kicked. It's going to be sad. I kind of don't know why Steve Sarkeesian was the guy. Zach, like nobody can explain that to me. Like, why would they go get Sarkeesian? That makes no sense. I have no idea. Is it? Is it the? Where, he was at USC, right? When he, it was just yeah, shit. He, he was at USC. He was like getting drunk and getting in divorces. Uh, so that yeah. didn't go well. And then he went back to coach with Saban. So I think a lot of people kind of look at like go if you coach for Saban, it's almost like a rehab, like a twenty-eight days later program or whatever. And, uh, he, you know, I'm rehabilitated. I've won some more games. I'm ready to coach my team again. 
Texas, dude. Like, there's no poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white. Thank kids. you, Lee Shumway. Like, there's no way that he's gonna turn this program around. You, you need to be like a like a force. And this guy's not a force. He's kind of a pussy. And he's going to coach Texas, and they're going to get smoked by Alabama. And Texas is one of these teams. They're moving to the SEC because they think that'll help them recruit. They're about to get embarrassed by the SEC's finest. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Also, a sixty-point victory. Wait, oh, I should get, we should get the spreads up, huh? Like that's probably the way we should be looking at this college football week two. Bet MGM. You know that I was watching. Um, oh, what were we watching? We were watching baseball. We were watching the Rangers or the, and the Astros. The they have advertisements that were like, Bet MGM, and it just says "Live in Louisiana" is what it says under that. And I'm just looking at that, thinking, are the are Bet MGM telling me to fake my address and just say that I live in Louisiana <laughs> so I could bet so I could bet on sports? What the fuck? What a weird thing to just have advertised. Hey, where do you want to play? I let's here we're on the site right now with Jamie Fox. Um, I live in Louisiana, obviously Louisiana. <laughs> Look, just goes, wow. <laughs> just goes right through, baby. So, and Rizzo says, "Come to Louisiana. Let's just use his address, win some money on BetMGM." Sounds good, dude. I. I got a VPN now, dude. I don't need to fake anything. That's true. You can just say you're from Louisiana, or it could just have you place the bets. Maybe it's very – oh, we got right through. I was going to say maybe it wasn't going to let me go through. It didn't, wouldn't let me like it, – oh, it's got to verify my address. I can't go through. Nope, I'm right through. Good to go. Just keep clicking. <laughs> $1,000 risk-free bet. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look. The spread. They're giving Texas 20 points. <laughs> it's at – Alabama or at Texas? It is oh, at, at Texas. Texas. So it's in Austin. They're giving them 20. Is there any chance that Texas wins? Like, I hate being optimistic fan. There's no way that Texas wins. But what if they do? Fuck, if they do, you can make a lot of money, dude. Should we throw something down? We get $1,000. I was thinking that. I like the look at Ohio. Wait, Ohio State is a minus ten thousand money line. Wait, how does this? Okay, so even look, you got to bet ten thousand dollars to win a hundred bucks. And even even this art, like the spread, forty three and a half points. Arkansas State is not that bad. I don't know. I how much? Do, let's pull pull our money together. Rizzo's gonna lay some bets down for us because I'm thinking Arkansas State covers. <laughs> Or I mean, that's a big fucking spread. That's 43 a lot and of spread. Forty-three and a half. Think about that. Let's go through some of the the popular ones though. South Carolina and Arkansas. That's just an eight and a half point spread. Uh, they're gonna give that Dude, minus. I, that blows. Have you ever seen a minus ten thousand money line? No, I've never seen that on a money line. Like that's ins- like there's no point. Ten grand to win a hundred bucks. That's just a so that's so assholes that's don't lock. They yeah. don't want people to bet on that. Yeah, like that's <laughs> no. You're not. Don't bet on this. You're gonna win change. If you bet cash on this thing, okay, let that one go. Let's put an eight and a half point spread for Arkansas, South Carolina. That's going to be a close game. Uh, I, I mean, it's at Arkansas. 
I live here in Texas. A lot of my car, you know, Arkansas, they let you do like in-state tuition if you're from Texas. Like they, you, you have to meet a certain requirement as far as, I don't know if you have to go to like a community college or something, or you have to have a certain GPA, but like, what a steal. That's why these schools are able to just get people to go to them. Like who wants to go to Arkansas, but you can get in-state tuition from like anywhere you're at, as long as you meet certain requirements. That's fantastic. So I'm thinking Arkansas wins this game, Geezy. I... I'll take them, sure. I'm only going to pitch the games that have less than a 10-point spread. Like Tennessee, the Vols, they are giving, they're being given 6.5 points. Oh, no, no, no. They, they take it the way 6.5 against Pitt, against Pitt. Why are people obsessed with Pitt? Is it because they had Kenny Pickett? Like people pretend to like them, like they're going to be a powerhouse. They're definitely losing to Tennessee. It's got to be, dude. Tennessee's going to fucking maul these assholes. How, how, how are they even? Ooh. Wait, go back up. Which one? Akron. There's Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. There's another minus 10,000. Jeez. I guess because when you're one of these Akron's or Citadel's, when you're one of these shitty schools, like, of course you're going to get mauled. And they're even saying the, the spread here is 34 and a half points. That's a five touchdown game. Like, that's that's when you're playing Madden on rookie, just balling out to build your stats up for your franchise mode. Like, look at these guys. <laughs> so good. Um Kentucky and Florida, your boys at Florida, dude. Uh, Kentucky, look, it's only a five and a half point have, spread. Well, Kentucky's ranked; they're like top twenty as well. Are they top fifteen? Like Florida? I'm thinking we throw money on Florida, dude. Look, they'll cover that. I think they're ranked twenty two. Actually, I think they'll win by more than five and There's a half. The, why is there no money line on that game? It's too, too close. Too close to call, dude. <laughs> I have no idea why. But I love that USC at Stanford is always a fun game for for us uh, USCites. Uh, well, being, it used to be. Yeah, right. Stanford is being given eight and a half. I'm thinking USC. Like USC with Lincoln Riley. Obviously, they're like the villains of the or the NCAA right now. What do you think? Is he really going to turn that program around? To like everyone, because everyone that played for him hates him. From I, I work with one guy that played for him, and he says everyone hated that fucking guy. Wait, where? Who? Uh, his name is uh, his name is Jalen, but he played for him at Oklahoma. And no, who played for who? Oh, Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. Oh. Yeah. And just said he hated playing for him and he came in and it was, you know, he, he would just he would he find fucking know everything. Yeah, he knew everything and he would kind of do this thing where, hey, if you were the best, like like if you're Vaughn Miller and you play football a certain way really well, like you're the best line like what happened to Darrell Rivas, you know, he's a shutdown corner in New York, and then he goes to Tampa and they want him to play zone. And he doesn't do that very well. So the coach is like, I need people that play zone, damn it. It's like, but you have Darrell Revis, like one of the yeah. best shutdown corners. In, in- Just have him do man coverage and then have somebody backfill the zone. Yeah, why would you Yeah, why would you not just have the best player at that assignment do that? And no, and that's kind of what would happen at Oklahoma is if, you know, they bring in this running back who plays a certain style, they would kind of go, oh, well, that's cool, but we need you to do this, like – you look at Baker, you look at Kyler, you look at Jalen Hurts. Like all those guys are kind of the same template when they're in the NFL now. It's like, yeah, I kind of throw, but I'm more of a runner, and I just do a lot of things on the go. And uh, they all fit that Lincoln Riley offense perfectly. I mean, that's college is the place where you get to do that. Like you yeah. run your system, and you can recruit guys that fit in that system. It's hard to do that in the fucking NFL draft. 
Dude, Hawaii, it's a 51-and-a-half-point spread. Hawaii at Michigan. It's going to be a bloodbath. Look, I, they're not even taking bets for Michigan. They're money not even line. doing a money line bet for that. Come on. <laughs> I'm betting on Hawaii. Rizzo, what's your address? I'll, they're going to send you a verification letter. Come on. I would on. take the spread on that, dude, for sure. I don't know if I could because Hawaii lost 63-10. to 10. I guess that's only 53 yeah. points. Yeah, that's true. They lost 63 to 10 uh, to Vanderbilt. So Vanderbilt is worse than Michigan, in my opinion. So yeah. uh, that's that's a rough I mean, one. there's only so much time in a game, though, Fleeties. Once you start getting up to 60, 70 points, like, there's just not enough time to do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're going to run out of time. Plus, Hawaii, Unless they're just going to turn over the ball. If Hawaii could time. not turn the ball over, yeah, maybe they'll will. Maybe we can hold them to a, like a 50 point lead. Like, like, just hold them, don't let them score again. Just hold. That might be the most exciting game of football ever. And that's at 7 p.m., dude. That's prime dude, time. Dude, how exciting would that be, though, to make that bet would make that game so much more interesting? <laughs> just like, fuck, you just got to hold them to 50. Come just on. Just hold them to 50. Just hold them to a seven-touchdown lead. You don't even have to score. Just hold them to 50 points. Thank you, Rizzo, for the hydration spell. I, I don't know. That out of all the things we've read – and I am like field goals are just fucking victories in that game. If you're on that spread bet, and I am a Hawaii fan, so all I could think of is how do we not throw some money on that? Because it, I don't expect Hawaii to win. I just hope that they don't give up more than fifty-one and a half points on the spread. There, that's that might be one that we have to look into. I, I mean, Baylor BYU. That's actually a good game. That's probably going to be the game of the week. Um, I think they are the highest ranked people facing each other. Gotta go, gotta go Baylor though. I live here. Baylor, even though they're, I think they're dogged in this game. They're dogged. I'll go BYU because I live here. You live there, dude. That's exciting stuff. And then this is week two game lines. Louis, Louisville. So these games. So are you? What college are you closest to? TCU. Uh, well, okay. TCU? SMU. Uh, they're kind of. I'm kind of equal distance from Southern Methodist and Texas Christian. Of course, if we're talking college football, TCU. Uh, and then Baylor, I'm about two hours away from, uh, maybe two and a half, not two hours. Uh, UT Austin, I'm about three and a half. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the, that's where the horns are, bro. Little hook horns. I forgot about, uh, the mean green at the university of North Texas up there in Denton. Uh, I'm definitely only like 20 minutes from them. So, you know, I'm in the Mecca, just kind of in the Mecca here. Texas Tech is about six hours away. Um, they're, I'm just surrounded by them all. So I, it's fun. This is the best place for college football, in my opinion. And high school football. And I, oh, we might. I'm going to a high school game, I think, uh, in two or three weeks. We're going to Irving Permian? High School. <laughs> yeah, Permian. We're going to go to the Basin. By the way, that's like a real thing, right? The Permian Basin and Odessa and Midland, like they're not that far away, but they're in the middle of nowhere. So, and I can only are imagine, they actually, like they are actually the Permian Panthers. Yeah. Oh, dude, you've never. I've been on their website before. I was very excited to go check out. They have a website. Yeah, the Permian Panthers Mojo. Like it's a real thing. Like mo, like Mojo and and all that shit. Permian Panthers, Odessa, Texas. Uh, yeah, what, they still have pretty much the same uniforms. Yeah, see Mojo? Like Permian Powers pass midway. September 2nd, Mojo got their offense rolling in a 41-20 to win over the Waco Midway Panthers. So, dude, this shit's for real out here. I mean, it's crazy. Like Friday nights, like football is on TV is almost just as important as college on Saturdays. Dude, go scroll up 
and click on football at the top and just look at this fucking picture. Squad. Read all the stats on that sign. Squad. What's the top left say? Uh, district champs. This one I no, heard. Oh, undefeated. <laughs> They've had like nine undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> they just had that shit blown up, and then they have national. They won the national title in '89. Who was on that squad? Do you think they had to be some some talent on that one? State champions, and they've won that a few times. It's crazy because you watch that movie and you you'd assume that they were like more prevalent in college football, but 1991 was the last time that they won a state championship. Yeah, fuck, dude. And honestly, I'm looking up that team to see who was on it. And honestly, got to give them credit. They're in fucking Odessa, Texas. There's nothing around that. Like that, literally, (laughs) is you either work oil or nothing. Like that's there's nothing there. So kudos to these guys for for caring about high school football. And maybe this is like when I watched Last Chance You. Last Chance You. All I learned was. Uh, black people are told from very early that they're only allowed to play football, go to jail, or rap. Like that's the three things that they all say on Last Chance You. Like that's what I'm allowed to do. That's all I've been ever ever been good at. And here we are. It's like if you're from Odessa, you either play football or go to jail or work oil. Those are your three things. That's all you get to do. Uh, but yeah, real school, dude. That 1989 team averaged 300 rushing yards a game. <laughs> Who was their running back? Who do they have any? Was, was it somebody noticeable? Like it had to be somebody that played professionally. How do you rack up that? Maybe he went to like SMU, like tore his ACL or some shit. Like maybe he was booby. Maybe it was Booby Miles. Booby Miles. Uh, 1987. Sean Crow had 2,300 rushing yards. Sean Crow. I don't know who that is. I don't, know, I don't <laughs> see any names that are. Well, let's go through the NFL. It's, I mean, that's really what we're here for. Uh, we have – it's kickoff week. The The first game is in two nights. Uh, it's going to be in Los Angeles at SoFi, the home of the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, in this game, like MGM, this game is too close to call, dude. Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Rams, two-and-a-half-point spread. The Bills are the favorites to win this game, which I agree with. I mean, they are on the it's road. It's home field. They're saying it's even. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on, they're on the road, so that's going to be tougher for Buffalo. Uh, and the Rams, they're going to be like – there's going to be a, a banner and shit. Like, they won the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, you guys know him. Uh, it's really hard to not just pick the Rams in, in the opener, but – uh, didn't Peyton Manning go to Baltimore? Or no, did he, that game was in Denver, right? That week, the the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Like, woo, home opener! But then they had to play on the road because the Nationals were doing something that night or some shit, and they couldn't do the game in Baltimore. Something the Orioles, I can't remember what it was. And then uh, the the Broncos put up like forty nine points. It was like a Hawaii Michigan game. Uh, I'm going Rams, dude. Am I crazy? Rams at home, week one, banner. Um, I would go Bills. I think they're gonna come out and make a fucking statement for this season. You think so? This is like this is like the Josh Allen, like Peyton Manning game, where it's like they need to if they want to have a legit season, they need to win the. I work for ESPN. This is a must-win game. Week one. <laughs> must fucking win. must win for the LA Rams. And you know, as soon as they lose, how important is this week one loss to Buffalo? How hot is fucking Sean Payton's seat right now after week one? <laughs> after week one, is Josh Not Allen? Sean Payton. Fucking what's his name? Sean McVay. Is is yeah? Is is Josh <laughs> Allen a true star quarterback? <laughs> Like ESPN gets it. And they know that I'm just watching it when I'm at the gym or at a bar. 
So that's why the headlines yeah. are so ridiculous. They want you to like right. kind of glance at it and go, "What the fuck are they trying to say?" Like is the jo- like the ticker is just the Josh Allen era. Yeah, <laughs> the Josh Allen. Well, every time, even when you're watching, like uh, when I was at the gym and they had the captain on, they were just showing that Derek Jeter show. There was mm-hmm. even tickers like greatest, like it was like greatest trade in NFL history? Question mark. I'm like, what? What trade is that? I gotta know. <laughs> tune in tonight to see what the trade was, and I didn't even tune in. I must have missed it. But has there been any monumental trades like Herschel Walker this year? No. no. So, uh, Ravens and Jets. Now this is in New York. I have it's a, it's a one touchdown spread. So I think that BetMGM has a lot of faith in New York because I think the Ravens well, are gonna they fucking they get three points for being at home. So it's really ten point spread, dude. I I am for sure going Ravens. I. People yeah. are people are mad at Lamar Jackson for some reason. Like they're not he's not being talked about as an elite number one quarterback anymore. Did he do something? I mean, he just can't throw the ball. Is that it? Because I watch him throw and he's all right. Like maybe because I, 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 I used to watch RG three play and this Lamar Jackson's great. You were you loved RG three. That's so what much. I mean. And, and he wasn't that good. Like I'm, I watch Lamar Jackson. He's like a way better version of that. It's like he just watches RG three film. He's like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Okay, I got it. Like he's like, I can do this. RG three was his backup like for two years. So I oh, taught him everything he knew. Saints and Falcons, uh, two teams that are kind of identity identity crisis for both for both no, of these teams i'm taking new orleans Jameis is coming out with his fixed eyes he's throwing as long as he can throw two more touchdowns and he does interceptions they'll win i might just be that's con- a big ask i might be contrarian here i think and, and normally i will just take like like the better team is the saints i agree with you i like Jameis. michael thomas is kind of hurt but i think he's coming back alvin Kamara isn't suspended yet Falcons, that team is just – they're really banking on Mariota to get this thing done, and they didn't really build enough around them. They don't have Calvin Ridley. They lost Russell Gage. Like, who's – what – Drake London? Like, they're just – this team doesn't have – it's not a very sexy roster right now. Having said all that, they're going to win. It's, it's going to be Falcons at home, rivalry game. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with the Falcons. I would put money on that. They're being given five and a half points by our friends at BetMGM Louisiana. So I think that's a very, very reasonable move. Um, do I have to ask uh, Patriots-Dolphins? Dolphins are only – the Dolphins are favorited here. So I, I thought this would be – This is a split. If they're getting three and a half, they get three for being at home. So I don't know, dude. I'm looking at this – Our I like the Patriots. I think that they're going to come out better than they did last year. Last year they were pretty damn good for having a rookie quarterback and just kind of – I mean, they have Belichick. But people are really high on Tua, including myself. I feel like Tua and Tyreek and Jalen Waddell, this offense kind of – it's like what the Browns were a couple years ago when everybody's like, oh, no, Beckham and Jarvis Landry. This team's going to be sick, bro. Uh, I think that Tua – this is a big year for him. This is his make-or-break year in a lot of ways. This is a must-have season for Tua. So – I'm going. I'm going Patriots though. I know I said all that, but Belichick ain't losing. He's had all. He's had all Fuck summer. No. He's had all summer to prepare for this one fucking game. So they're gonna win. Exactly. I don't, don't ever pick against the Patriots, <laughs> especially all this time. Like whenever it's week one, you know this has been on like the like every speech has been. You know we got Miami, got Miami coming up. So uh, keep your eye focused. You guys who are gonna get cut. Keep your eyes focused on the price. Like, <laughs> amazing motivational speeches from Belichick. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Panthers, the Baker Mayfield Bowl. Uh, it's in Carolina, Baker's new home. 
We're going to watch Jacoby Brissett. That'll be a lot of fun for all of us viewers at home. Uh, you said the home team gets three points. I mean, this game really does seem like the – I think the, Pan, the Panthers are just going to destroy them, calling it. EMC is back. Who's their number one wide receiver? Is Robbie Anderson? DJ Moore. DJ Moore is pretty good. He's going really high in a lot of fantasy drafts, which, you know, I mean, take that for what it's worth. But I do find that kind of odd. Like, uh, you know, oh, DJ Moore's the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I I would go Browns just because I saw them in the preseason. They looked pretty good. But I – I hope CMC has a good game, at least. I think everybody's really hoping that he does. I've avoided him like the plague. And, like, in, in the league I'm in with Jason, I get to pick my own spot in the draft. Like, I won the game. We do a little mini game. Whoever we, – we have a random number generator, pick a number, and whoever gets closest gets to pick which spot they are in the draft. And I won, and I picked the sixth pick. And they were like, why would you do that? And I and I said because the last two years I've had Christian McCaffrey and he fucking let me down both years in a row. So there's real. Why would I ever do that again? Like I don't I don't want to do that. So I'm okay with that sixth pick. I ended up getting I think Justin Jefferson in the, with the sixth overall pick. So I, I'm very happy with the way that team looks. And I am not a I'm just not in on CMC, but. They got Baker Mayfield. That's where I'm leaning. Baker Mayfield's going to have a, a big one. He's going to be good for about three or four games this year. This is one of those three or four games. He's going to get up for this one? Oh, yeah. He's had all summer to get ready for this one. I haven't seen him in any commercials. Maybe he refocused. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Isn't it strange how, like, you know, because Progressive is headquartered in Cleveland, so maybe that was part of, like, that, oh, it's an easy pairing. You're in Cleveland. We're, we're the insurance company. We have the baseball field, Progressive field. And I was like, well, I'm moving out. This isn't my home anymore. You guys brought in a, a, a massage rapist, and I'm out of here. You guys, fuck you guys. I'm on my way out. So Steelers and Bengals. Uh, Bengals are favorited. Obviously, Joe Burrow at home. They're not losing. Like I, I, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the Steelers this year. Uh, a lot of people are making fun of them because Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky was named the number one, true number one, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, which I don't know. Maybe he's going to be better than we're giving him credit for. Uh, and we'll see, but they're playing Joe Burrow at home. No fucking way, right? No way. That Joey B is going to lose week one at home. Right. I mean, this is to the shit Steelers. Yeah. If it was the Steelers, and I, I, again, Mitchell Trubisky might be good. Okay. I mean, he, he got to some playoff games in Chicago. He's not like he don't. We're one double doink away from him being in like the NFC Championship. Like, let's not pretend <laughs> that if a kicker could have just made that ball, he wouldn't. They would have. They limit. Wasn't that the Eagles? Like, they was that the year the Eagles was the Super Bowl? Like, Mitch Trubisky was right there. So let's not pretend that he couldn't have got that team to the Super Bowl. He could have Nick Foles this way to a championship. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Now he's with Pittsburgh. He's gonna do great. I don't want to hear that until Kaepernick has a job, please, okay? He took a team to the Super Bowl. He was the fucking man, and he can't get a job? You're going to tell me he can't get a job? That's true. But Trubisky's a starter? <laughs> you must have, he, dude, he must have practiced when they invited him to a practice. Because that usually yeah, that, white. that usually helps. He's white, ladies, you know that. When, when the league invites you to an open tryout and you want to, hey, I don't want to do it here. I want to do it out in the out at this outdoor venue, so I got to have cameras there, and everybody can I can film this for my documentary, and that's what he wanted. And he didn't want to work out at fucking the, the Superdome or wherever they were doing it, and now he's unemployed. So good for him. 
Uh, Niners and Bears, bro. Niners are favorited. The Bears stink. I'm going Niners. That defense is going to destroy fields and that offensive line that's thrown together by tape. Uh, yeah, nine. Yeah, Niners for sure. It's a seven point spread. I I kind of would give that to the Niners. Still. I would take. Yeah, I would take the Niners at minus seven on that one. Yeah, like I still think they're gonna win by at least. Malachi 10. Black says Cowboys aren't winning Week One v. Oh, Levis. Dude, wait till we get to that game. Malachi Black says Cowboys aren't winning Week v. Levis. Oh, I repeated it to really rub it into my face. Also, I mean, if Leatherwood really did go to the Bears, I'm taking the Niners. All that's day. that's actually a great point. If Is there a spread for the sack like sack total? <laughs> Can we bet on that? Eagles and Lions, as much as I love hard knocks, I'm really high on the Eagles this year. I think the Eagles have, like I said, the best offensive line. They have Jalen Hurts, who looks pretty good. Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown. They just they added a lot of correct pieces. And luckily for them, I'm going to throw this out there, they're in a division where it doesn't take much to win it. So I think they added enough to win that division. And – I think that'll help them all. Like they made it to the playoffs last year without beating a team with a winning record. I think this year all they got to do is beat a couple teams with winning records, and they'll get back to the postseason. So, and is hard knocks has it changed your mind? Is Detroit going to get there? I am honestly surprised it's even this close because I, I am all about. I want the fucking Lions to win. I love right. this hard knocks, but. Yeah, the Eagles are going to be fucking sick this year. There's no way the Lions are only a four-point spread at home. Like, the Eagles should be getting probably ten points, I think, in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the money line? Uh, right. Minus 200. Yeah, minus 200 for Philly. So, I mean, they, they are the favorites, but it's not it's not much. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. I don't know which one I, I like. I would definitely. I don't know if I would take any. Like, I, I think that the Eagles are gonna blow them out. I'd take that minus four. Like, that's yeah. There's no way. Colts and Texans. Uh, Matty Ice. Show, this show. is probably like the least interesting game of the week for me. The the AFC South has a tendency to do this, where they'll have a, a year or two of like, okay, this looks exciting. Deshaun Watson and Andrew Luck. Like, there 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 were there are times where this division might be cool. But it's the worst division in football, in my opinion. Like even Tennessee, when they're almost in the Super Bowl, you're kind of not believing it. Still, like it's still you're still <laughs> shaking your head. Like no, that's not correct. Something's wrong there. Uh, Colts and Texans. Texans are being given seven points on the spread. I, I, I mean, I guess Matt Ryan. Everyone likes this Michael Pittman Jr. That's everybody's favorite fantasy pick in the second round. Like you guys really love Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman Jr. You think that's a second round fantasy value? So I don't, I, I don't know if that's the same. Um, Colts, I guess. Jonathan Taylor, you know, points. Sure. Right. There's like no way. Like, who who gives a shit? Jaguars and Commanders. Commanders are gonna fucking bury these guys. I can't wait for the the Commanders, dude. They're gonna kick ass. Is Trevor Lawrence gonna take that step? How important is this game to the legacy of Trevor Lawrence? Um, I don't know because Urban's gone, right? Yeah, like the training wheels are off. You got rid of your what your problem was, which was Urban Meyer. Now you're going to have an offense that's just going to be told to let loose. You have Travis Etienne who's making his debut. James Robinson seems to be recovered from his Achilles injury. This is it. You you lost T.J. Chark. Travis Etienne is on. The, he got drafted last year, but he got hurt Ooh. in preseason, so he's making his debut. 
There's a lot of if you're a Jaguars fan, there's not a lot to be excited about, but there's more than there was last season. For sure. Yeah. I the only worry is he's on his second head coach in his second year in the NFL, which never usually goes well. Yeah. That's why I asked that, but sure. I fuck the commanders, dude. They till they change their name back, I don't want them to win a game. Dude, Wentz, Wentz McLaurin, this team is stacked, bro. Chase Young's not playing though. I I when I was doing uh my fantasy draft last night, I literally looked up if Chase Young was back cuz I was going to draft their defense and he's not back, so pff, fuck them. Uh, not going commanders. Chiefs and Cardinals, the Nathan Weller Bowl. He loves the Arizona Cardinals. I I I'm I don't mean to be this guy. They're just like an over the hill gang. They got Kyler who's young, but everyone else is a little bit like older. This is strange team of we're gonna bring in all these stars. We don't care how old they are, they're gonna win us a championship. Uh I'm predicting it, dude. I'm thinking the Chiefs win. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised it's a fucking six point spread. Oh, I'm taking that spread all day. I'm shocked. And they get three points for being at home, so they really think it's a two-point spread, three-point spread. I'm going all in on Kansas City for that. I think – no, I do think it's kind of weird that they don't have Tyreek anymore and they kind of tried to throw in like a Juju in there. And Dude, I don't like Juju, but I'd take Juju over Tyreek. It's funny that you don't like Juju because he averages more yards per catch than Antonio Brown. And, like, that's – I mean, (laughs) that's all that it takes to be – one of the best <laughs> receivers in NFL history, I thought. I mean, clearly Antonio Brown was much better and more talented, but that's fine. I'm wondering how that stat even is true. Is it just because like when Antonio's caught so many passes, like maybe some of them are behind the line of scrimmage or something, and he has like a couple zero-yard receptions that really mess up the average? Because how does Juju have a higher yak or yards per catch, rather? Yeah, yards per. Well, he is way bigger, isn't he? Tony Brown's just a little guy, dude. Wow. Well, did you see him do his dance? He's not that little. Raiders, <laughs> Chargers in uh, – in, uh, is this in L.A.? How are they doing? Oh, because the, the first game is on Thursday. So they're going to switch the turf. They're going to get the Charger turf out there, get rid of the Rams. But we all know this is a home game for the Los Angeles Raiders, and the, Ra- the Raiders are going to beat the Chargers. Justin Herbert's not that special, everybody. Let's relax. Let's also relax about – uh, Keenan Allen, he's like 30-something. He's gonna. This isn't their year, all right? They didn't add anything other than Khalil Mack, who was a great Raider. Malachi Black says Hollywood and Kyler going to light up the Chiefs. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, just so we're clear, Vleeties, Antonio Brown is 5'10", 185 pounds, and Juju is 6'1", 215, okay? Okay. Well, you know what? That's the yak. So Juju's the best receiver in the NFL then, right? In the NFL? Not even top. 10. Oh, dude, he's top three at least, in my opinion. Yard- three? <laughs> dude, he's 6-1. <laughs> That's how you judge good receivers. How tall are they? So, Raiders or Chargers, Geezy? Careful what you say. Raiders. Fuck the Chargers. I, know, I don't care who's playing the Chargers. I'll pick the other team. I'm so shocked that everyone is so high on the Chargers. They're my, they're my fourth pick to win the AFC West. Everybody is so set on Herbert. And they have Justin Herbert. Eckler. Okay. Well, you, uh, you can catch the ball. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Uh, who's their – I don't remember their tight uh, – not Hunter Henry who's anymore. Their kicker? I don't remember. <laughs> Nate Cady <laughs> used to be their kicker. It's not Daniel Carlson, I'll tell you that. They don't have Devontae Adams. They don't have Josh Jacobs. They don't have Zamir White. They don't have Derek Carr. Raiders are taking it, dude. Raiders – we have Josh McDaniel and Darren Waller. are going to be great. 
I think so, dude. I'm, I'll go. I'll go the Los Angeles Raiders. <laughs> and even uh, Nathan does say Chargers going far. Look at their defense, and that's a great call. Like they do have one of the Bosa's, which is always important to a good defense. They have one of the Ingrams. That's important to a defense. And they have Khalil Mack now. So they did beef up the defense. So I think that's where everybody's getting this like confidence. Like they're going to be amazing. And they did bitch slap the Raiders on that Monday night football game last season. But I'm just, I just got a feeling, dude. I think Josh McDaniels will know how to beat this Charger defense. And I think that the Raiders are a lot better. Plus they're going to be at home in Los Angeles. Like that's a, that's a Raider home game. People don't understand. That is a oh, Raiders strong. It's not even close, dude. There's going to be so many more Raiders fans there. Yeah, I'm shocked that the Chargers have – like whenever whenever the Raiders play the Chargers, they should have those games in San Diego. Like that will be the two, the one game a year in San Diego <laughs> is whenever the Raiders are coming to town. Uh, Packers and Vikings, I, Alan Lazard's hurt, I'm hearing, so it's really going to be who's Aaron throwing the ball to. Robert uh, Tanyan's also hurt. Uh, Aaron Jones is healthy and A.J. Dillon are healthy, so – I don't know. I, I, I love I like Justin Jefferson. I like Kirk Cousins. I like Dalvin Cook. But it's Aaron Rodgers, right? I don't I don't think that's a good strategy for this year. I, you don't I can't think so? Get on the, I don't know, dude. I think they're gonna struggle. I think they maybe they take this game, but I would I would take Minnesota. I'm leaning. Honestly. I'm leaning heavily Minnesota. The Packers didn't do anything to beef up the offense. They lost uh, MVS. He went to Kansas City. Like they, Alan Lazard and a bunch of rookies aren't going to be able to. Who? It's going to be there's somebody's going to have to make a huge impact week one. So this is a pivotal week one, right for Green Bay. I mean, if they if they win twelve games, I say Aaron Rodgers MVP again. <laughs> Right? Like, how do you not? Like, it's going to be all him unless their running back just goes off. If they have Jones but. and Dylan rush for like 1,500 each, then yeah. But that's not going to happen. Like, really good. Like, this is still a Rodgers team. This is a Matt LaFleur offense. <coughs> they know something we don't know. There's got to be, like, there's, why would they not have a receiver? Like, why would they not? You have a, 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 a perennial quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And you didn't give him a, a anybody like Odell Beckham is still like rehabbing, but at least get him on the roster. Like show that we're trying to give you some players, dude. I just think they're, I think they're like spiteful because he's got what one year left. I think on his deal. I think he has two, doesn't he? Because didn't he sign a two year extension? Like he had a, he had one year left, and they were going to trade him, but then he he put a two year extension on it. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how they don't get another wide receiver in there. Maybe did they draft wide receivers? Yeah, they have like Christian Watson. They got a couple guys that I just don't know. It's not like they got any of the huge like outstanding. We got to get this wide receiver from what like, they didn't really do that. They got kind of the developmental projects. And maybe Rodgers is the guy to if you give him one of these developmental like remember Kenbrell Tompkins for the Patriots where <laughs> who's Brady's number one, Ken Burrell, you know, like maybe they're just going to try and do that this year and hope, Hey, maybe look, Devonta Adams had to be uh, developed too. You know, it's not like coming out of Fresno state. He was the number one receiver and yeah. now he is. I mean, maybe that's exactly what's going to happen. So um, we'll see what happens, but yeah, you're right. Vikings. How do you not go Vikings at home? Let's give them a little bit of love too. Um, 
Giants at Titans. It's only a five and a half point spread. I think the ti- I don't like the Giants at all. I think it might be the worst organization in football. Uh, every year, I just scratch my head at what they've assembled and put out there. Their uniforms are getting uglier every year. Uh, they they're turning into a college team like right before our eyes. So I think the Titans with with with, with everything that they have, even though last year it didn't look as sexy as it did two years ago. There's still a much com- more complete package than whatever New York's putting out there this year. Yeah, I mean, Danny Dimes is on the fucking hot seat this year. Is he even starting? He was on the hot seat when he got drafted. Like, I've never understood that. <laughs> and everybody pretends that he's good. It's like, no, like, if he was good, they would be a good team, but he's not. It's not like they have this, like, trapped soul. Like, this amazing football player who's just being held back by the system, man. Like, no, he's <laughs> not good, and the Giants are not good. So why would anyone expect them to win games? I don't know, man. I the, I also hate the Giants. So yeah, I'm all on board with Tennessee. Uh, yeah. Main, I mean, next game, you guys are getting fucking trounced. Main event. Main event. Sunday night. I'm so excited. How is it even within 10 points? Collinsworth. Spread. Collinsworth. I'm just throw that out there. For the, the best football games have Collinsworth as the color commentator. Is Al Michaels doing games this year, or is it Tariqa? I, I I watched some preseason. I didn't see Al Michaels. I don't know. I I mean, don't get me started on Collinsworth. I won't even watch that game now that you told me Collinsworth is the one fucking commentary. Dude, call, is, is Al Michaels leaving NBC? Let's see. Signs emeritus deal with NBC Sports. You know what sucks is we're never going to get Gruden back. Oh, as a commentator? Nah. He's yeah. even trying to come back to, like, football like he's coaching maybe like, fox sports will fucking <laughs> <laughs> there'll be some some hit like barstool will get him to do something like some some hip non-mainstream uh sports media source will be able to get gruden on board to to like you know how peyton and eli watch the games together they'll have gruden watching it with some they'll have gruden and chris rose watching games together and they'll be well, you know, Chris, I, I I like what he did here. Like, they'll do that. So, what's an emeritus role? The network will see him continue to broadcast and contribute across the sports division on a high profile, including the NFL playoffs and the Olympics. He is expected to call one preseason game uh, for NBC. He Al has been the soundtrack to many of the greatest moments in sports. We are thrilled that he's staying with the family, raising our stature of events to come. So, it looks like he's not... Uh, NFL broadcasting line Al Michaels moves to primetime video teaming with Kirk Herbstreet in Thursday Night Booth. Is that oh, is he doing the Thursday Night Games now on, on Amazon? Is that what he's doing? I guess that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it looks like Al Michaels and Herbstreet. That's going to be amazing, dude. I can't wait to hear that. So, uh, but thank God we still have Chris Collinsworth, bro. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to make the long journey to Dallas, Texas. And pff, this game is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, last year, this was one of the best games of the year. It's going to be the most watched game of the week. Sunday Night Football, Collinsworth already said that. Um, I don't know, Buccaneers, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, not even close. They're only giving would, them two and dude, a half. Yeah, put $100 on that. <laughs> dude, the, what if the Cowboys win? What if Dak does it? You don't think this is the year of the Dak, the Dak attack? I've got Dak in my league, so sure, but no. Oh, 
man, I'm just so excited for that game. And then Broncos. Seahawks. I will never. No, I will until the Cowboys win another Super Bowl. I'm not going to say. Remember when we Cowboys right year? Mega Fury 420. Thanks for the follow. And this might be the Cowboys year. I, I like that you said that. And then on Monday Night Football, Broncos Seahawks. Gino's starting. I think I'm going. I'm Malachi Black says Doc isn't doing shit. Dak is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I can't believe it. It's going to be so fun. Bucks by ten according to Mega Fury. That's not a bad pick. Can even be bucks by twenty. I'm still picking the Cowboys. Put a hundred dollars on Tampa Bay right now. Den- Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, my favorite. That'll be outstanding. Uh, but Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson's debut. Oh yeah, against Seattle for sure. He's got to go fuck them up. Kevin Scampoli just wrote in the chat something I'd like to get your opinion on. Uh, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Is that boxing? That's boxing, right? Yeah, it's got to be. So they're so six hours ago, our friends over at ESPN broke this story. Jake Paul to face UFC legend Anderson Silva in a boxing match. Dude, that's going to be – is that on Triller? Kevin, how do we watch this? That's going to be fantastic. So, so the problem is Anderson is a much better boxer, but he's way smaller, I feel like, is he? They're going to be 185. Isn't that what Silva is? Silva's lanky as shit, so I have a feeling this is going to be – Nathan Weller, thanks for gifting a sub, my friend. Here, let's hear it from the horse's mouth, Jake Paul. What is up, MVP family? I wanted y'all to be the first to know it is official. Me versus Anderson Silva, October 29th, Phoenix, Arizona. It is an honor to be in there with the legendary Anderson Silva. Although, I'm going to knock him out in under five rounds. Y'all are the first to know. Be there. I'm so excited. This press conference coming up is on Monday, September 12th. All right, that's a press conference in Phoenix the next day. And then tickets go on sale on the 14th. Pull up. If he didn't do this on every one of his points, I would not remember what he was saying. Dude, I'm going to this fight. It's in Phoenix. That's only a 16 hour drive. And it's Halloween weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. That'd be spooky. I can't wait, dude. Silva, Paul, who you picking? Paul? Silva. I'm going Paul. These, he said he's going to knock him out in the fifth. I agree. I, I, why wouldn't Have I? Have seen Anderson Silva's? He's been boxing recently. He's got reach. I get that. But Jake Paul is no one's more driven and determined than Jake Paul. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't seen that or learned that yet. This guy's a killer. Okay, man. I mean. <laughs> okay, man. You want to take bets on this? What's the spread? What's the spread? <laughs> give me the spread. <laughs> I need to watch the weigh-in first, and then I'll give you the spread. I've never been a gambler, dude. I don't know what it is. I've never bet on sports other than like, hey, I bet you 20 bucks Florida beats Utah. Well, and I and I remember at school, I used to walk around with like, Evan and I would do that. We'd pass the, the thing out. Like, all right, fill out your picks for the weekend, 10 bucks. Winner gets all the money. Second place gets their money back. Like, we would do that. We were like the bookies at school for a little while there. Uh, <laughs> it was a good time. You made some money, and my favorite victory of all time is when Evan thought that New Orleans was going to lose on Monday Night Football, the first game back in the Superdome. I was like, dude, New Orleans is not fucking losing. They're back, bro. How do we not go with New Orleans? Uh, you just posted in the chat. This is a video. Is this Silva? Yeah, it's his boxing highlights, dude. Oh, no, he's a boxer for real. So is Jake Paul, though. Yeah. I'll just throw that out there. Dude, he's knocked out multiple people. All right, we're not going to listen to that song while it's playing. Yeah, get, get, get into it. Fast forward. No, you know what? I do want to hear this song now. Where were you 
When did that become like the song? Like when did that become like that's how we do music now? Oh yo yo. Oh, what a ride. Night night. night, night. He knocked out Tito Ortiz. That song is so terrible. Like, the beats aren't bad for that music, but then they just play the shittiest, like, I got it all. Oh, wasn't the round over? That's not fair. So he yeah. eats a lot of shots, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna take Jake. <laughs> I'm taking Jake. This guy he sucks. A lot of shots just I'm, to get a, I'm going a hook J- in there. I'm Jake Paul all the way. This guy's terrible. So Too old. He's like 40, is he? I uh yeah, dude. He's got to be. He had a whole UFC career. He was old in the <laughs> UFC boxing. I he's do, 47. I do enjoy how like you know this news like celebrity boxing like for, like not even. Celebrity, oh, you're gonna make more money from this than all his exactly. Like, this clear. is more exciting for us to watch because, like, UFC, the, the strategy and all the training that goes into that, these guys, it's way more fun to watch. Like, <laughs> these guys are just like random ass fucking. And yeah, so uh, Kevin in the chat, Silva beats pro boxers. Like, you said he beat Chavez Jr., so I'm curious. And I think Jake Paul, he's pretty good. We'll see. I'm picking Paul, he's got way more power, I think. This is gonna be great. So, and me watching Anderson just eat all these shots to the head—that's uh, not looking good. No, it's not. But here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna take a break. If you're here live on trovo.live slash vleeties, we're gonna take a break. I'm gonna get Gino in here. He's actually—he's in the other room. He's in the green room. I'm gonna bring wow. him in. He's gonna sit down with me. We're gonna talk some wrestling. I finished watching All Out today. I did my best to avoid all spoilers. I was very let down by the by the conclusion. So. Uh, I'm going to get him in here and we're going to get his take on things. So I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be some good shit. So keys, any, any final words before we part ways this evening? Thanks for, thanks for being here tonight, my friend. Florida Gators, baby. This is our fucking year. We're coming (laughs) Patriots. We're going to be okay. We don't have high hopes. We're not Raiders fans. I just want Mac Jones to stay healthy, take some more steps. We need to develop some guys, but we're good. All right, he said it here. Raiders fans, by the way, keep the faith. Seventeen and zero, it's achievable. Even if we Back lose against, reality. even if we lose with the Chargers, sixteen and one isn't bad either. So I'm, re- I'm really excited. I just can't wait for it, the whole thing to start. So I'll see you guys in a little bit for Vleeties with Gino. Easy, thanks for, thanks for stopping by, and let's, uh, let's take a minute and let's collect our thoughts. Yeah, let's do it. So again, oh thank God. you guys so much, Geezy. You're the king, man. I appreciate you being here. See ya, man. All righty. We'll be chatting this weekend with Geezy throughout the weekend. But what I'm going to do is take a minute, empty whatever is in me, and be right back with my good friend, Sonic Gino.